these scriptures tell us that it is God's will for humanity to receive His healing power. However, some people will read these verses and say that it is impossible to know who will receive them because God is sovereign. We started to look at the message of sovereignty in the last chapter. The way ministers are teaching this subject today is one of the greatest enemies of our ability to develop in faith. One of the things I've observed help people grow in faith for any area of their lives is to discover that God has placed laws in motion that govern every aspect of creation. For example, the law of gravity does not just work occasionally. It is always in effect, and so its operation is consistent and unchanging. Do you think our lives would change if there were not a law governing gravity? What would it be like if gravity randomly stopped operating and people would float off the planet? Everything in our lives would dramatically change, wouldn't it? God has put laws in place to govern both the natural and spiritual realms. There are spiritual laws that govern the operation of His kingdom. One of the reasons people cannot receive the provision provided in Christ's redemptive work is that they do not understand this. The way ministers teach sovereignty leads people to believe that God just heals some people and not others. It is almost as if He favors some over others, and we are at His whim. Strong faith in the area of healing requires an unwavering conviction that we were healed by the stripes of Jesus, 1 Peter 2:24. Healing is an accomplished fact provided in redemption and not something we try to get God to do for us. We can do nothing to motivate God to heal our physical bodies because He has already done everything needed to provide healing. Jesus does not need to return to the whipping post to produce healing power every time a person experiences any symptom. God has placed the responsibility of activating our faith on us today. It is wrong to plead for Him to move, and doing so actually dishonors the redemptive work of Christ. The modern sovereignty message places the ball in God's hands. It leaves the responsibility of faith with Him. One evidence of this is the statement used by those who embrace this that it is impossible to know what God will do. One of the greatest dangers found in the modern sovereignty message is in the belief that God is controlling everything happening in our lives. Our ability to choose is taken away by this because this tells us nothing can happen in our lives that God does not allow. God is not controlling us like a marionette is by the puppeteer. He is not the author of sickness and disease in our lives. God does not cause the tragedies that happen. A person who believed that God controls everything would be rebelling against Him by taking medicine or seeking medical help to get well when they are sick. If God puts sickness on our bodies to teach us a lesson, why would we want to get well before learning it? I have been entirely too passive in the area of healing. God is not the author of sickness, and I realize the need to violently resist the things Satan attempts to put on my family and me. God does not allow tragedy to teach us lessons. A large percentage of modern churches do teach this, but it is not a scripturally based doctrine. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Ephesians 3:20. God has limited his control in our lives to the level of our willingness to cooperate with his laws. The power referenced in Ephesians 3:20 is faith received via us receiving the revelation of God's word. Romans 10:17. We can block God's power from being able to operate in our lives. Let's look at a passage that validates this. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. 2 Peter 3 9. God's will is for every person to receive His offer of salvation. Jesus said that this would not happen and that many would fall into destruction. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way, that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Matthew 7:13. I have heard many people quote the first part of this verse. Most seem to miss the last part, 
which tells us that God can work only according to the power that He has placed inside of every Christian. The majority of people will not accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Peter made it clear that this is not the will of God. If he were manipulating humanity like pawns on some cosmic chessboard, wouldn't it make sense that no person would leave this earth without becoming a Christian? God has limited Himself to the power of faith that is working in us. He has provided salvation for every person and forgiven every sin that any person will ever commit through the atoning work of Jesus. No person will appropriate His gift of forgiveness and salvation without exercising their faith. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him. Colossians 2 6. We receive the healing power of God for our bodies in the same way that we receive salvation. Receiving any blessing that was made available through the redemptive work of Christ requires us to exercise faith. It is never God's will for any person ever to be sick, but it is not up to Him whether we will experience healing or not. Provision for this is found only in Jesus' redemptive work. We will not participate in it, though, without first exercising our faith. Thank you for stopping by today. If this post has been a blessing please share our blog with your friends and family.